17 lines down at the two dots. The Mishnah had said, and the etc. The Mishnah went on to say that if the Chomesh wasn't paid, that the thief doesn't have to go all the way to the end of the world to pay off the Chomesh. That's what the Mishnah said. Alma, that the Chomesh payment is actually Mamoinahu. It's viewed as a uh, like a, a money that's owed, like real money, is not just for a kapara for the gazlan, v'im mayis, and, and therefore, since it's mamon, uh, if the thief were to die, mishalmile yorshin, the, uh, his heirs would pay it off, just like any debts that their father owed uh, before he died. Vitznanami, we also have uh, the Mishnah that brings out that point. The Mishnah says as follows, uh, it's a quote about a line and a half, nasan esha Karen. Let's say the thief paid off the uh, main part um, that he owed, let's say the main value of that which he stole. Now remember, Venishba, and then he swore falsely regarding the Chomesh. Um, no, I paid the Chomesh already. And then, I don't know, a day or a week later, he came back and admitted, well, actually, I didn't pay the Chomesh. Harimaisif Chomesh, Allah Chomesh. Now, why is he adding a fifth on the fifth if the original fifth was only a kapara? It must be, uh, concludes the Gemara, another time, Alma, Chumsha, that one-fifth payment is Mamaynahu, viewed as uh, almost like money that's owed. Vetanami Hachi, a third um, place where we can see this. This is a two-line <coughs> Brisa starts here. I actually call this the number one Brisa. We'll compare and contrast it to a Brisa we're going to have uh, shortly. This Brisa says, Hagaizas Chavera, let's say I stole... Uh, something from Bob, the Nishbaloy, and then I swore I didn't have it, and Umais, well, I shouldn't say I, the Goslin uh, passed away, Yorshin Mishalman, the heirs of the Goslin, would pay the Karen, as well as the Chomesh, clearly they're paying the Chomesh because it's some sort of mama payment, it was just Kapara, well, their father's already died, Upeturin Minha Asham, and they're off the hook, though, from having to bring a Karban Asham, because the uh, Karban Asham is definitely just for Kapara with their father, and their father's already passed away. Um, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Okay, the Gemara has a question, though. Um, it seems like the Yorshin pay off that which the father would have had to pay. Really? The Yorshin be shlume chaim shadavu We had said one line ago that they pay off the Karen, the principal of whatever it was, plus the fifth. Really? The kids pay off a fifth of their father? Question mark, comma. Who we have another Tanaic source. We'll call this the number two Tanaic source. And it goes <coughs> for a little bit more than four lines. Uh, starts here. The Tanaic source, the um, it's from Torah's Kahanim, Darshning Pasuk and Vayikra. Um, the beginning of it is um, where the Pasuk in Vayikra, Perik Hey, Pasuk of Gimel, uses the term Asher Gazal, that he stole. Um, so for his own things that he stole, he would add a fifth but not for things that, let's say, his father stole. Uh, now the Bryce continues, um, But still, I'll tell you, When is it that a person will not pay a fifth? I'll guess a lot regarding that which his father had stolen, and uh, that would be uh, case A, Well, that's where his father never swore, and he never swore. Or maybe the opposite, he never swore, his father never swore. Comma. However, case B, C, and D. B, who, Veloy Aviv, he swore but not his father. Case C, Aviv, Veloy, who, the father swore but not the son. Or case D, who, Aviv, they both swore, meaning that he does not have to pay the Chomesh, the son that is. Tamaloymar, 
Pasuk says very clearly, uh, two-word quote, Asher Gazal, and another two-word quote, Asher Ashak. Now, it's who pays the fifth? The one who stole it, the one who uh, misappropriated it. Now, this is the Yoresh of the father. The Yoresh didn't do anything. He was just born to the father. And the father died. Vehu, the Yoresh, like Gazal, like Ashak. He didn't steal from anyone. He didn't defraud anyone. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Seems pretty clear from there that the uh, son of the deceased thief will not pay the Chomish. So, Amar of Nachman, we start with Nachman, he comes to answer that there's a big difference between Brysa 1 and Brysa 2. Loikasha, the first Tanaic source, which said the son would pay the Chomish, is Shahoda, where, yeah, someone had swore, but also he admitted that actually swore falsely. Whereas Khan, this second Tanaic source that we just finished with a line ago, is Shalai Hoida. No one said that there was anyone who was Maida. They just swore they were never Maida. The whole paying of the fifth is after the person who swore falsely is Moda, and no one was ever Moda. Well, if you tell me no one was ever Moda in the second Tanaic source, this starts a relatively extensive question. It goes here, uh, down till about six lines from the end um, of this Amud. First two words line are Amri Ella, and here we go. Okay, so you're telling me the second Tanaic source is Eloi Haida. Well, then Karen, Nami Eloi Mishalim. We're not talking about the father, the son. Why should the son, if there was no, if there was no Hoda, they just swore that they don't owe it? Why is the son paying that off? If you want to say, well, hachinami, deloy mishalim. Yeah, we're saying is that the son would not even pay the Karen. Well, no, no, one second. The topic of the Tanaic source was clearly the Chomesh. We're dealing with, we're discussing the Chomesh that they wouldn't pay. That sort of indicates by default, lememra, de Karen mishalim. It certainly would suggest that the Karen is being paid. Not only that, comma connector, ve'oid. Tanya, we have another brisa, and this is right there in uh, uh, Torah's Kohanim, chapter 5, darshaning the psukim there, verse uh, psukim chaf gimel, chaf talad. We had one Tanaic source that went about four lines. Here's a continuation of about another four lines. This is sort of like the, uh, I don't know, the mirror opposite of the previous Tanaic source. But still, I would tell you, Karen, when is it that he, yes, pays the Karen. Now we had up above, when is it that he does not pay the Chomesh? Here's the other, when does he yes, meaning when does the son yes pay the principal Al-Gezlava for that which his father stole now his father passed away? Um, a, well, that clearly would be the case where his father swore and he swore. Comma, let's say though, here's cases B, C, and D, of if his father swore velohu and not him. Or case C, who velohu, if he swore but his father didn't. Or case D, lohu velohu, if neither of them, minayin, that the son should pay off the Karen. Tamaloimar, to that the Pasuk said, and it has a whole bunch of terms, gezela, and oshek, and aveda, and pikada, and all those different types of things that really should be given back to a rightful owner, but might not have been. Yesh Talmud. Uh, that's the end of the Tanaic source. That last two words, we'll uh, figure out what that means momentarily. And that Tanaic source was uh, being discussed. V'yosef Rav Huna, v'ka'amar So Rav Huna was uh, saying over this teaching. Amalei Rabba Bray. So Rav Huna's son, Rabba, said, uh, one second, uh, Dad, what was the last thing that you just said? The last two words, last word, was it Yesh Talmud Ka'amar there is a limud, which sounds like a limud, something from the Pasuk, or 
Did you say dad? Yishtalmu, he shall pay. Now, either way, it means he shall pay, but is it that, like, paying midaraisa, or yishtalmu, we were just being given a psa, but not necessarily midaraisa, kamarmar. Amarle said Rafuna to his son, Rabba, yesh talmud kamina. What I was saying is that there is a limud that he would have to pay even midaraisa. Umiribuya decry Amri. And he was saying it from the psukim, the extra words, the term, Kazela and Oshik and Aveda and Bikadun, why do you have to mention all of them? Ella, so clearly, he has to be paying the Karen. Ella, my loy hoida. When Rav Nachman had said, uh, we had him circled uh, about 12 lines ago, that one of the Bryces were hoda and the second Tanaic sources were lo hoda, what does that mean? Loy hoida aviv v'hoida beno. I double on the hodah So the father might not have ever admitted that the shul is false, but the son did. Okay, well, if the son did, then back to, like, the original issue, if the son swore that it didn't owe it, and then he admitted that really he did owe it, so shouldn't the son be chayev, uh, the chomish, for taking that shvua? And we have two approaches to answer this. Approach number one, I put a Roman number one in the margin here, and on the fourth line on Kuf Hamad Aleph, I put a Roman numeral two. Approach number one is Amri, we answer, well, you know what happened here? Bishain Gezela Kayemis. The thing that was stolen, let's call it the emerald green bowling ball, well, it's just not around anymore. And therefore, really, it's not incumbent on the sun to pay this off, because like if the bowling ball was there, he'd give the bowling ball back, but the bowling ball's not there. Well, one second, Ibishain Gezela Kayemis, if the bowling ball isn't there anymore that his father stole. Then why is the son paying the value of the bowling ball? There is no bowling ball. Lo, the Gemara clarifies, Sricha, it's necessary, De'ika achrayis, and the Bachad's in the word nechasim. Because there's achrayis nechasim, that the father before he died left achrayis nechasim, in other words, land assets, so it really is incumbent upon the son, because of the honor of his deceased father, to return the Karen because there were land assets left. Rashi, I believe, prefers the uh, uh, Girsa, which takes out from the word Vichy until the last word on the line on Kuf Hei Amadal. So we will take it out and we'll pick up on Kuf Hei Amadal on the last word on the line. Uh, Rashi says what you should read in over there is, well, Ihachi, if there's no... Um, um, bowling ball, but is paying for it because of Kavayt Aviv, then Chomesh Nami Mishalim. Shouldn't the Chomesh also be paid for, let's say, Kavayt Aviv? Hamar Rav Huna, Braid Rav Yeshua, we underline his name. Well, no, because Lefisha'in Mishalim and Chomesh on Kfiras Shibud Karkaois. Why is the Chomesh coming in the first place? Because someone took a false Shvua. Well, this is actually not a false Shvua, because it was never taken on the bowling ball. The bowling ball wasn't there. The most that we had was maybe like a lien on land. And when the son swore and, and denied the Shibut Karkois, okay, fine, but it's not on the item itself. Um, and not on the Achrais Nechassim, but on the land. Rava has a different approach. I circled Rava's name. He's the Roman numeral two approach. And with this, we will conclude. Rava Amar, that really... The emerald green bowling ball is fine and dandy. It's all there. It's not lost. It's not gone. Rava says, Well, where was it, though? Let's call the emerald green bowling ball a, uh, I don't know, a, uh, an emerald eight ball for a pool. Make it, make, make it much smaller for billiards. Um, here's what happened. Kegayin shahaisa diskiya shal aviv muvkedes biyad 
the son discovered only later that there was this uh, chest or pouch of of his father that had actually been deposited uh, by others, and along with the valuable things in the chest was also the emerald green eight ball. Um, Karen, therefore, as far as the uh, Iker value of that which the father had stolen, Mishalem Dahaise. It turns out, well, there it is. He would pay that. However, the Chomesh, now here, even though the son did swear, when he swore that it didn't have it, he was telling the truth. He didn't realize that he had it. And therefore, the Chomesh, lo Mishalem, dechi ishtava, for when the son took a shvul, claimed that he didn't have it, bekushta ishtava. In truth, did he take it? He, as far as he knew at that time, he didn't have it. Dehaloi haviyad, he had no idea uh, that later it would become clear that actually he did have the item. Adkan.